So, so we definitely wasn't expecting him to put. Oh, wow. oh, oh! I got scared. <laughs> Thought you lost electricity. Bro. Yeah. Hey. So my screen on my computer went to sleep. Oh, <laughs> it, went, it went black. you're listening to us this is episode five of the duo sports and stuff podcast uh we took a little small hiatus to rejuvenate and Juvenate. enjoy our family family, <laughs> family friends etc etc um just enjoyed a little time off and uh we are back uh episode five we had a lot of stuff uh happened over the holidays but uh uh-huh. before we get to that dane how how was your uh new year christmas all that good stuff man man it was great uh it, it was good it was good man it was fantastic uh very grateful to spend it with the loved ones um son's first christmas he had no idea what happened what's going on but I'm glad he had a really good christmas uh new year's was straight Boy fell asleep when the ball dropped. It's out of there like eight o'clock. But uh it's great. <laughs> it's great. Um Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. The best thing about the new year and the, the this being a new year is I can finally eat candy again. Like I'm a whole oh, year yeah. without candy. You I'm did back. Have that. I'm back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I totally back. forgot about that. Yeah, boy, I'm so back. You really went through with that. Yeah, yeah. Went the only only type of candy I ate was uh, gum and peppermints, but wow, yeah. man, never do it again. That's big stuff. Yeah, never <laughs> do it again, man. So, have you had candy yet? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, <laughs> I had the first two pieces of candy, or the first piece of candy I had was an Airhead, the blueberry Airhead, or uh, yeah, the blueberry Airhead. Second piece of candy I had was the blueberry Airhead. Uh, the third piece of candy that I had was a Hershey's Kiss that I found in my backpack. Not sure if I should have eaten that or not, but I needed it. I needed the taste. Um, right. And then fourth piece. Sorry, I'm documenting this on sports podcast. Apologize, everybody. Uh, fourth piece <laughs> was a very delicate piece of chocolate with caramel inside of it. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, it might have been a Ghirardelli. Uh, I think that's how you said it. Was, it was really good. And then most recently, I had an orange airhead yesterday. So I think I'm going to chill for a few days, but yeah, we back. We are, man. Glad glad uh, you got to spend some time with the family and oh, yeah. bring the new year in. What about you, um, man? What about you? Man, mine, mine was good as well. Uh, went down to see my folks, uh, spent a few days there. Maybe I think we spent three days well i spent three days and karina came for a little bit um and then i met karina and her folks at their place um in houston near houston and we spent christmas there and uh just hung out and enjoyed family and sat around all day that's really what what you do on the holidays sit around maybe put on the tv for a little bit but play some game board games (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, remember that one time? Type stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but uh, it was it was really good. Um, and then uh, we went to New Orleans. We drove there uh, for for the New Year. Yeah, Baylor played Georgia in the uh, Sugar Bowl. Okay. Uh, so. Everything was great about New Orleans itself, except the actual game for me. Uh, the boys did, yeah, it was a tough one. They didn't show up, but other than that, uh, the actual city, man, if you ever get a chance to visit, it's it's a nice city, and everybody talks about Bourbon Street, but it's a lot mm. more than that. Um, the food, man, I swear, I, get, I honestly gained probably like ten pounds out there. <laughs> probably, yeah. Out of all the cities I've visited, like New Orleans food is like top yeah. top two, maybe. Feel one. too so, bad, bro. Same thing happened to Zion when he got over there, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's why he can't walk now because he done ate all the. He can't even play, but uh, no, nope. yeah, like man, wobbling. Uh, wobbling around, and uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, right now this storming where where I'm at, so hopefully the power will stay long enough or stay on long enough for us to. Get this episode <laughs> ladies tracks la- ladies bars down yeah yeah ladies bars down for you guys real quick uh but uh man i'm i'm glad to be back on this thing with you bro Me too, bro Me starting too. to yeah starting the new year off right uh so we missed what we probably we missed, missed some good football some good football action man yeah. uh Let's talk about the college college football games. I guess since I just brought that up, yeah. Uh, I wish we would have wrote down semi- those predictions we talked about. Well, in one I'm earlier. so. Oh, I, I'm glad you said <laughs> that, <I> just, <laughs> my man. I'm my glad man. you. Said that. <laughs> I'm glad you said this. I I went back and I just listened to the part where we predicted the playoff games. Dog. So. We both picked Yante. Uh, Let me LSU. before you start. I'm gonna just tell okay. you in front of everybody, since everybody's listening, how much I appreciate your attention to detail and just your consistency. Because <laughs> people, I mean, I don't. I, it's no lie. We didn't. We never discussed. You know, you going back and doing that, but just the fact of me hoping mm-hmm. that you know, oh, I wish you had like that's the type of that's the type of dude that you are. I appreciate you, Aww. man, for being who you are, bro. From Thank the, you. From the bottom of my heart, brother. From the bottom of my heart. I feel like that's a song somewhere. Hey, appreciate it, man. Somewhere, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so I went and uh, checked out the previous episode. Okay, uh, previously on Pop. Okay. Previously on the duo. Uh, we both picked LSU. Okay. Uh, and we And then on the other game, we both... We went in opposite directions. You picked Ohio State, and I picked oh. I picked Clemson. Yeah, uh, I was. Mm, they should have yeah. won though. Should have won though. He was wide thing. open for the touchdown. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna break out because my quarterback's great." I'm like, "Like no, yeah. made your quarterback yeah. like an idiot. Left him out hanging high to dry." Yeah, it just looked like he just threw it. And we're talking about Justin Fields. Yeah, he to, threw it uh, to the right spot, the and the, was, but, the receiver yeah. turned away. I think it was a. Uh, uh, Ah, shoot, name starts with an O. Uh, Ola, ooh, don't kill me for this, Buckeye Nation. I can't think of his name. It's not Olafale. That's definitely not how you say it. I, I forgot the kit, the cast name. My bad, brother. I'm sorry if I mischaracterized okay. and butchered your name. I apologize. Nuh-uh. My bad, bud. Go ahead. My fault. My uh, no, nah, you're good, man. Uh, 
yeah, so we both went in opposite directions, and I think I picked Clemson. Um, oh, was it Jackson Smith? No, it wasn't Smith. I was I'll, trying to I'll find the clip. Name. I'll find the clip. KJ Hill. It okay, definitely wasn't KJ Dan, Hill. What? Okay. Well, it definitely wasn't my, was my man's my my round three hopeful. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh yeah, we uh I picked Clemson, I think, because um and and I'll talk about this later when we talk about the national championship, man. Just Trevor Lawrence is just like he always seems to find a way somehow. Mm-hmm. And I just believe Oh, that's what I said. I said uh, they they were the more experienced team. They had been there before, mm-hmm. uh, and I picked Dabo over Ryan Day. Um, and you kind of seen that in the last few minutes. Like you kind of saw Ohio State starting to crumble under the pressure a little bit when it got tight towards the end, mm-hmm. and Clemson would just made plays when they needed to make them. So um, that's that's kind of how that went. Uh, Came off. Um. Yep, it was Alave. Alave was the one. I just Alave. rewatched it. He turned away from the. Man, it don't make no sense. Why would you do that, bro? In oh, gosh, it just upsets me. Sorry, I just sorry. My bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm listening. They'll be back maybe next year. Yeah, I mean they should be bringing it back. Everybody, well, J.K. Dobbins declared for the draft, but yeah, they deep in running. KJ Hill be going, but they, yeah, they always reload in uh, Columbus. Um, I think Damon Arnett's turning away too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back. I think so. Okay, my fault. My fault. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm listening. No, you good, man. I was gonna say the other semifinal game was more like a practice for LSU. <laughs> <laughs> what? And. uh uh, for my Oklahoma fans out there, it was not good. Well, they got up to what they had thirty five in the first quarter. It was thirty five zero. It was a semi competitive like game. It was a <laughs> semi as in minuscule. <laughs> uh, hey, they did a lot better than what I projected them to do. They did way. Was I, I think mine was like thirty five to fourteen or something like that. No. Uh, well, they lost by them fools, what, them fools had that in the first half. Yeah, big time, big fat, <laughs> and then some. It's crazy. It's crazy, and we'll talk about this national championship game, man. Boy, oh boy, I man, I because coming off what I just said about Clemson, I'm like riding on Clemson for a little bit because mm-hmm. Trevor Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost a game. Okay. And like they always seem to find a way, but then I just literally before we started recording, I I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, uh, the LSU hype video with Anthony yeah. Mackie. Man, I just I just the, watched that video. Swag and I'm surfing like, when the when the swag surfing faded in, bro. Man, I'm like, shoot, I'm an LSU fan yeah. right now. Like, like, <laughs> make you wanna. Uh, man, I don't me, even. Man, me and Langston was watching that together, and he's sitting there drooling, watching. I'm like, I'm drooling too, because put the way that they put it together had like just the drops of the beats and the big hits and sinking. It, it was, it was, it was magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. It man, good. it's what? What do you think about that game? Who the matchup? Who do you see? Oh, it's yeah. going to be. 
I feel bad for the defense on both sides because um, this is going to – the refs are going to let them play. Uh, and by let them play, I think the refs are going to – they want the views, the viewership. The best way to get viewership is high scores. So I think this game is going to be every bit of 48 to 42 type of game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. We're going to see a lot of maybe 10, 8 to 12 underclassmen declare after this game. I'd, I'd put money on it. That's what, that's what we're going to see. It's going to be a nice little nice little game between the offenses. That's what we're going to see. Um, I don't think it's going to be a defensive game because, honestly, these two teams, these these receiving cores are built for track meets. <laughs> like, yeah. So you picking? You, did you pick a team? Oh my bad. He's like, no, I'll pick a team. <laughs> no, I, no, I did not. I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You don't have to. Uh, no, no, I'm definitely gonna pick a team. Leaning. I think it's I think it's LSU's ball game to lose, bro. Like the they're riding, and they're let's put it this way. I think everyone else is on cruise control, and LSU has their has their vehicle in reverse, going ninety in the fast lane, waving at everyone as they're driving by. That's a good analogy. Like we seen what they did in the first half, and all, it was basically cool points. Some of those throws, you're not supposed to as a college quarterback you're not supposed to make some of those throws and he was doing just right. that justin jefferson was having his way with the defense and yeah we say a lot about his speed in his hands but his football iq was up there too so say what right. <laughs> do with that what you want it's still gonna be a good game trevor lawrence is still gonna be out there throwing dimes but i can't i can't see lsu uh giving up the dub and, and one more question, but where is this game being played at? What is the venue this game is being played at? <laughs> uh, I believe it's in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, I, that's another thing they got going for them. That state needs this. Yeah. They need this. Yeah. Well, I, I that's so tough. Like they, they're gonna have New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I mean, Louisiana faithful behind them for sure. It's gonna feel like a home game. And them Saints fans, they ain't got nothing uh, else to watch. This is sorry, man, this is gonna be a t- <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Drew Brees isn't walking I, through those doors. Oh man. I'm sitting here thinking about it and I've been look, mulling it look, like sit on it. Sit on that and we can we can talk about this at the we can bring this back up at the end of the podcast. Which what say you, uh, my brother? Yeah, I I'm gonna have to come back to that one because I'm still thinking like I LSU like they haven't had any bumps in the road. Like everything seems so easy to them. Like even they're yeah. playing a the top competition, everything just comes so easy to them. Yeah. And then the I look game, on the other oh, side. No, I was going to say I look on the other side and I see Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't been as good this year as he's been last year, but he just keeps on winning. Like yeah. every time he hasn't lost a game yet. And uh, okay, what were you going to say, man? We come back to it. Um, shoot, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, you said they've been beat, basically beating the mess out of everyone. They haven't had any problems with anyone. The only, the only team that honestly 
comes to memory about giving them any type of game or run for their money that I can recall was the um, the Auburn game and the Texas game. Right. And See, the Texas game was the first one. So. Mm-hmm. The first real one, the one they counted. Yeah. The Georgia Southern, I think. Or Georgia State, where they played the first game. So I watched the right. first half, and I was like, yeah, this, this game is over with. Uh, but, yeah, Texas gave them a good run for their money, but they just couldn't keep up with it. They had trouble. And here's the thing. They had trouble containing um, your boy, Sam Ellinger. He was yeah. literally third. It was third and 15s, third and 10s, third and 20s, and he would yeah. just sit back there, yeah, wait for everybody to get back, and he just take off. Yeah, their defense hasn't been, you know, as, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> that was a loud lightning strike outside my window. <laughs> but the uh, LSU defense hasn't really – been up to par and when i say up to par like in as as far as historical lsu oh, gotcha, defense gotcha, their style, standard. you know right right and so that kind of gave way to how good the offense has been too because yeah. you know when the offenses score quick LSU, or the defense has to get back on the field and it gives them more opportunity to get scored on and yeah. all that kind of stuff so man he's got 55 touchdowns so you you got a you yeah. got a very valid point yeah, it's the man. worst thing you could it's do like, is you go out there three and out a team, and then your offense comes out there and throws a sixty-eight right. yard touchdown right. <laughs> in or, one play. So, or, yeah, either like that or like you, you're like on defense and you uh, give up maybe a field goal after a nine play play drive where you know whew. it took like eight minutes off the clock where you tired your D or your offense goes back out there and scores in like two plays and then you back out there. <laughs> like, dang, I'm happy y'all scored, but man. Like, hey. For real. So um yeah, that, I'm gonna have to come back uh and predict that game. I'll so hold you we'll to see. that, brother. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um and then we'll stay in the playoff playoff conversations with the uh the NFL games. Mm. Um what did we have last week? Oh, uh, you know, you talked about me going back. I didn't even go back to the episode where we talked about our playoff predictions. But I think I have it in my phone. Oh, look, I found our I found our predictions, our score predictions for the game from the college games. Oh, wow. So our college game was I picked – Clemson twenty eight or twenty seven twenty four okay. against Ohio State. You picked Ohio State thirty five twenty seven. Uh, for the LSU Oklahoma, you picked twenty eight fourteen LSU. I picked thirty eight thirty one LSU. Okay, so so we definitely wasn't expecting them to put. Oh, wow. oh, oh! I got scared. <laughs> Thought you lost electricity. Bro. Yeah. Hey. So my screen on my computer went to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh. It, went, it went black and so i'm just uh i thought the i thought the power went out it's crazy this week's nfl playoff games we got uh i got the list up go ahead dane go ahead go ahead so boom hailing all the way from the nfc we have the minnesota vikings playing the san francisco 49ers okay which might turn out to be, oh, no, I lied. Uh, yes, that is the matchup. But I, what I was going to say, I'll reserve that for the AFC matchup that I'm going to name next. 
uh, Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens, which might be the quickest game of NFL history uh, with both teams oh, having yeah. a very dominant rushing attack. Uh, yeah, and then we have uh, what might be what might turn out to be a historical shootout between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. And last but certainly not least, uh, two teams that have a lot of history, specifically in the playoffs, uh, the Seahawks uh, hailing from Seattle and the Green Bay Packers, led by the Aaron Green Rodgers. Bay Packers. So, funny story about that, Green Bay Packers and the Seahawks, uh, I watched – the uh, uh, the the Bostic uh, the Bostic I, I watched that story today too. and so I was like, wait a minute, oh that was him, I forgot that was him. Yeah, and I didn't know who he was until they started talking yep. about that. I was like, dang, I feel I it, I got sick to my stomach, secondhand yeah. embarrassment. But we'll get back yeah, to that. We'll, we'll come back to that later. But those yeah. are your four matchups. Of course, Minnesota Forty okay. ers and the titans and the ravens playing on saturday and the other two playing on sunday yeah we'll just go in the order of the when they're played so this first game on saturday uh it's gonna be the vikings and the uh-huh. niners yes, sir. um gonna be honest and not think the vikings would beat the saints uh their defense really played well against drew Brees. uh he looked I mean, he is 42 years old, but yeah. they made him look maybe a little older than that because they were oh, swarming. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, you know, I I know I made jokes about Kirk Cousins and him not being able to show up when it. We talking about how he doesn't he, he hasn't won any games on Monday Night Football. Yeah, like he's, he's not really making fun of somebody. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just stating facts. facts. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's just stating facts. facts. Right. No, but but uh, right. he made a, he made he made some yeah he made some big plays last week yeah, uh, when did. they needed it um, so I, he he's gonna obviously have to make those same kind of plays against the Niners defense is pretty stout and then going up against Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side who's uh, been balling out for San Fran this year right, um, right. I just think it being. You know, San Francisco had a bye. Uh, the Vikings have a tough defense. It's going to be real close, but I'm I'm gonna go with San Fran on this one, man. Just okay. too much, too, too much firepower. San Francisco, and I think George Kittle is going to go off. I think he's going to have like 150 yards receiving because mm. um, I think I think uh, I just think he's gonna he's just gonna ball out. He's gonna have one of those crazy games this week. Okay. Um, okay. And then on the other side, I don't see Kirk Cousins making. I won't say he won't make plays, but I won't. I don't see him making those same kind of clutch type plays like he did last week. He gonna have to prove me wrong. He gonna, he gonna have to make me a liar out of this one. So I got I got San Fran in a close one. Uh, let's go. Uh, we'll go 24, 24 to twenty, San Francisco. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the 49ers in a blowout. Um, Kirk mm. Cousins was a beautiful dime mm. to Adam Thielen, uh, a little bit underthrown. Um, but you know, that, that he's, he did what he was supposed to do to that Saints defense. Yeah. Uh, but I don't exposure. Think, yeah, it's not going to be enough for Shanahan. 
that defense, that front seven for the Niners, uh, with Quan Alexander coming back off of IR. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Quan. They're not gonna. They're gonna choke him up, and all the little screen passes and the, you know, six yard runs that Dalvin Cook was getting before he was even touched. That's not gonna happen versus the Forty ers Nah, no, nah. it's not gonna happen versus the Forty ers and. Yeah, I'm gonna go big here. I'm gonna go a four possession, Ooh. or no correction, a four, four a three possession win in the favor oh. of the 49ers. Let me go three. Oh my! Look, I, I have the to all the viewers out there. I have the right to change my score by halftime. Um, if the if it's getting <laughs> out of hand, I can't see the getting out of hand, and yeah, that's I'll leave it at that. Especially you got an injured, you got an injured Adam Thielen with his, I believe mm-hmm. it's his heel. I think. I think it's his heel, maybe ankle. Uh, yes, yeah. st- he has stitches on his foot or something this like is that. Ankle, I think it's. Oh yes. Okay, like and then uh, Stefan Diggs had flu-like symptoms that kept him out of a few days of practice. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, he still has weapons everywhere else, um, but I'm I'm going San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, three possessions. That's a yeah, man. brother. I, I like you made valid points though. Uh, a him uh, Thielen being down is gonna be a big one. I don't know. I I I think I just got the Vikings keeping it close with their defense. That's the only way I see they can stay in this game. Now, if the if the defense just uh lays down, I could see it going okay being a blow. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Why don't you uh what do you think about the Titans Ravens? Titans Ravens. Okay, so boom. Derrick Henry is going to get shut down. He's going to have uh, less than 125 yards, which doesn't say much because to anyone during a, a regular season game, 125 yards is pretty good for running back. But that is where their offense stops. He's going to have 125 yards from scrimmage or less. Um, that's yeah. pass game, run game. Tannehill, I love Tannehill to death, especially him, you know, Got done dirty in Miami, so him rebuilding his resume in Tennessee, great. But I don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with Baltimore. Uh, they are going to score at will. There's too much hype behind the Ravens' offense. Even though Mark Ingram is questionable to play, uh, there's too much hype surrounding that team for them to go out You know, versus uh, the Titans. Nothing against the Titans. The Titans had a, an epic uh, game versus – Tom Brady's Patriots, but the yeah, the Harbaugh and we, led, yeah, and we thank you, yeah, <laughs> yes, everyone thanks you, and we have a, a huge, glorious round of applause heard from around the world <laughs> for the Tennessee Titans for what they did to Tom Brady in the pick six to end the game. That was that is poetic, beautiful, because he dropped the pick the drive before that, and he right. would have been he would have been. The only person that had a chance to catch him if he would have dropped the first one would have been Tom Brady. And we all we all know how that would have went down. But yeah. <laughs> I see the Baltimore Ravens winning this game. Nah, I'm not gonna give a score. I'm just gonna say it's gonna the the yardage is gonna be lopsided. I will say that. Okay. What you okay. got? Uh when it, when I first when I first saw this Titans Ravens matchup, I immediately thought to the Ray Lewis, Eddie George, Steve McNair days, those battles they had uh-huh. way back. And I used to 
I used to cheer for the Titans so bad, but they would every they time they played the Ravens, it. they could never beat the Ravens in the playoffs, man. And that and then that's what's gonna happen on on Saturday, uh, today when you hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, I just think, man, I just think Baltimore they got so much momentum behind them, mm-hmm. um, and I think. They're just going to ride that Lamar Jackson wave, man. I know the Titans yep. are going to give it all they have. And I think it's going to be another slugfest. It's going to be a – because I think I think the Titans' defense is is pretty legit. Like, they got some ball hawks. I, I give them some credit. Yeah, they're like a tough – you know, on the offense side of the ball, they, of course, depend on Derrick Henry. But that defense is, is legit, and that's, that's what's helped them get here. But I just think Baltimore is going to be – too much um they may hold Lamar in the first half but I think he's gonna have one of those big crazy highlight like runs in the second half and that's like 17 people yeah I'm gonna give them I ain't gonna give a score on this one but I'm gonna give them a two score win uh over Tennessee I I think yeah I just think Baltimore is gonna be too much for them and they're gonna keep riding Lamar and try to Try to ride him to to the Super Bowl, or at least to the AFC Championship. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday's games, we got Houston at Kansas City. Mm. Um, I just watched a video on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, Dane. The Bill O'Brien yelling at the fan. Oh see yeah, I seen he was trending earlier, and I was like, uh oh. Yeah. So I, I bookmarked it, was, it to catch up with it later because I fell asleep. So yeah, tell me about what, it. Was, what happened? So it was when my Broncos went into Houston and whooped them by like three scores, four scores. And I think this might have been either at halftime or in at the end of the game. It's just Bill not O'Brien getting it's just not getting released or something. Yeah, or? yeah, I guess some. I, it's like fan video from the oh, okay. top, okay. So, and it's recording the type ty- or Texans going into the locker room, mm. and uh, some fan said something to him, and he like turned around and flicked them off, started yelling at him. Um, but Houston, Houston is one of those weird teams. Like you, you, you watch them play and they're so inconsistent. And the only reason they're in the playoffs is because of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. There's no, there's, that's, that's a fact. Like if he's not their quarterback, he, there, there's no way they get half the wins they have this year. Um, you know they they he makes the crazy plays that keeps him in the game often, but the guy on the other side of the ball, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's I think he's gonna have a crazy game against the Texas defense, man. I think he go throw for like five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna get ugly in Kansas City. So uh, I just don't think Houston's defense is up to par with Kansas City's on the offense on Kansas City's offensive side of the ball. Uh, I, I think Houston has a bad offensive line, and I know from watching my Broncos play Kansas City twice a year that mm. Kansas City has a really good defensive line, mm. and that's not going to be good for Deshaun Watson on Sunday. So I got Kansas City winning thirty-five to twenty-one. Sheesh. Well, you said a lot of things, my brother, but uh, one of the most important things you said that the uh, Deshaun Watson is the Houston Texans offense. Um, the craziest thing about the game he had, he got sacked seven times. Now, mm-hmm. 
the the amazing thing about Deshaun Watson is he very seldomly he gets rattled because he can he only had five incompletions that game despite be running for his life the entire game. Uh, they don't fix that offensive line. I don't think he's gonna live to see you know the third or fourth year the the Man, huge contract you. they're gonna give him. Um, I just think about think about all the running quarterbacks mm-hmm. or mobile quarterbacks that you know RG three they need. Like he never got the protection, you nope. know what I'm saying? So he they need to they if they want to keep uh Watson as their franchise player, they they gotta get that. They gotta put some there. they gotta pour some more cap into that O line or change up the scheme or something. But he's uh he's a warrior, man. He's he's a tough dude, yeah. but there's no way that Much you can continue to take the a beating like that from two hundred and forty, two hundred and eighty pound linemen, you know. Day so, in and day out, yeah. I said all that to say this. He's the best. He's look. He's the best quarterback in the state of Texas, uh, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. But um, that's a whole different team. The defense that he played, the Buffaloes. They're a great defense. They had a Buffalo. They had a Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> great defense. A very young great. defense. Hey, you remember? You remember Great White Buffalo? Great White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo. <laughs> they had a great defense, very young defense, but Kansas City, as much you know, flack as they take, uh they I think during the back half of the season, they might have been one of the better as far as efficiency. Um from a DVOA and an efficiency standpoint, they might be the best defense in the league. This is only counting the last eight, I think seven or eight games. So I said all that to say this. Texans are going to need to enjoy this game, enjoy the moment of playing in the divisional round because they are going to be right at home with my Cowboys on the couch (laughs) after this game uh, because they're going to get destroyed. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to let everyone, is going to remind everyone why he was the MVP last year uh, in this game, Uh, especially considering or considering uh, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, they are questionable, but in a game like this, it could possibly Man, lead yeah. you to the you Super Bowl. Just, you, you're going to play this. And you, you just look on game. the – yeah, you look at the weapons on Casey's side, bro, it's and not even I don't close. know who who on Houston's side going to guard uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Nico Hardman, Sean McCoy, Nico Hardman. Like, it's just – it's uh, Sammy Watkins, like yep. – it's just, it's just not even fair. <laughs> yeah, so this is not fair. Yeah, I think the most balanced game that we have will probably be the last one. Yeah, yeah, the last one, the Seahawks and the yeah. Green Bay game. That's yeah. probably the most balanced game that we're gonna have. Um, oh man! But me personally, I think uh, Seattle was sluggish last week when they played the Eagles. Almost losing to Josh McCown, uh, one-legged Josh McCown as he, I know, course, his quad was his quad was hanging or not ha- quad. His hamstring was hanging off the hanging off the bone. Bro, I don't even <laughs> want to like when I when they, when I read that I was like, ouch! Like how mm-hmm. how do you walk, bro? Football player, uh, I just say this: athletes in general are just yeah. insane. Because I I'd be crying laying in bed with a torn hamstring. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't Which, even hey, but let me tell you this. 
uh, them Texas boys are just built different, and more more specifically, mm-hmm. them Sam Houston boys they just built different. Oh, you know? <laughs> oh here you Sam go, Sam Houston State alum right there. So shout out to you shout out to the goat, one of the best backup quarterbacks of all time, Josh McCown. Um, he's a any dude can ball too. They, they really can hoop too. Off the street too for the for game. real for real. Pull that man up out of retirement. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to him. Shout out to him uh, for balling. Yeah. But Seattle could have lost that game. They had two or three positions yeah. where they could have lost that game to Easily. the Eagles last week. Um, and shout you out think to if Eagles. Wentz stayed in the game, they would have won? Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. At least it, it would have been a lot closer. It would. Let me put it this way. It wouldn't have been on the offenses. It wouldn't have been the Eagles offense that would have failed the team. I'll yeah. put it that way. Not to say that they failed the team because they were led by Josh McCown, but they just they couldn't. The right the injuries caught up to them clearly. Yeah, but um, hope Wentz gets better. the The league is much better when he's healthy. Specifically, mm-hmm. the the NFC East is much better when he's healthy. Um, so I'm gonna say the Seahawks are going to. I can't call this one, G. Uh, but I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The Seahawks are gonna win this one, and it's gonna be an ugly win. Yeah, this is gonna be an ugly win. One of those mm. uh, two touchdown, three interception, or three turnover games that they end up winning. That's what this is gonna be. Okay, so you picking Seattle? Yeah, I'm picking Seattle. Hmm. I'm going with All the right. underdog this time. The underdog. Um, uh, shoot, man. This is probably the toughest pick mm-hmm. out of all three or all four games. Uh, we mentioned earlier about watching that uh, Brandon Bostic video. So for those that don't know, back in the – was that? What year was that? Was it 15? 15, I think. 15 or 16 NFC that. Championship game. Um, Winner goes to the Super Bowl. They played – it was in Seattle. Let's see. But anyways, uh, Seattle or Green Bay was in the lead all game. Seattle made a comeback through that overtime touchdown to uh, what's his name, Wilson Russell Wilson to uh, uh, uh tall receiver. Uh, hold on, he's uh, coming to me, brother. Uh. Dang. What is his name? Uh, Jermaine Curse. Thank you. Jermaine oh, Curse. Yeah. yeah, Jermaine Curse. I was Russell. like, what is this dude's name? Yeah, it was yeah, 2014. 2014. 14. Russell Wilson it was through that. In 2015. On January 18, 2015 was the game. Okay. My bad. So Jermaine basically, Seattle, Seattle came back. Uh, Brandon Bosick didn't recover that onside kick or whatever. <sighs> um, Rough. So. Rough. I was watching Sports Center. I think I was watching Sports Center earlier, and they were talking about how uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers' offense is not as good as they were these last few years with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started thinking about how their defense is a bit. They their defense started out lights out. I remember they like had a top three defense, but they kind of mm-hmm. slid off towards the end. Um, man, I just think Green Bay is so. Even I'm gonna give the edge to Green Bay because they're at home. It's supposed oh. to snow this Ooh. game, so I think that might play a factor. 
And okay. I think Green Bay will have a better time rushing or running the ball than Seattle. Hmm. Uh, Seattle, I know they got Marshawn Lynch back, but that running back core ha- hasn't really been uh, going crazy like that. I think last last game they only had like 20 yards rushing total. Uh so I, I like Russell Wilson, man. It's hard to go against Russell Wilson because he does some crazy stuff, but Aaron Rodgers does too. So I think this is probably Aaron Rodgers' last chance to get to the Super Bowl. So I'm a, I'm a roll with A Rod and the Packers by a field goal. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I think hmm. I think they'll get a field goal and win, by, not at the end, but just win by a field goal. So. Oh, just a field goal. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. So gotcha, we'll gotcha. see though, man. It's be on my couch watching the games for sure. <laughs> although, <laughs> although Karina did set up a cake testing for our wedding tomorrow Ooh. at two o'clock, so we're gonna try to get Lovely. back quick. Cause first game doesn't start till three something, so I think we should have some time. But yeah, man. Um, staying in the NFL, uh, man, we had some crazy, crazy. Coaching carousel hires. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dane, you try to tell me over the course of the year that my boy Matt Rule was coming to the league. Man, I didn't want to believe it. I wish I was right about the team he was going to, though. I, I know. I to you. Uh, yeah, man. So, Matt Rule, f- formerly uh, Baylor Bears head coach. What a phenomenal now, job with y'all's program, man, I would say. Man, phenomenal job turning three, around. In three years, you know, after the scandal and all the stuff that happened there, he came in and uh, got us to the Sugar Bowl, uh, New Year's Six Bowl. And his his, uh, dream was always to be an NFL coach, and Mm -hmm. Carolina gave him the keys and also $70 million. (laughs) 70 mil. I ain't turning that down. 70 mil. Crazy. So what? uh, It's it's been tough for me – I've been talking to a lot of Baylor people and uh, I felt, I think everybody's kind of feeling the same. Like most people, it feels like a, a bad breakup. Like you're happy for the person about moving on, but you're still hurt inside. Cause he was just so good for Baylor and the program. And I found myself actually following Carolina Panthers on Twitter. and still <laughs> listening to. I listened to his freaking press conference and it reminded me like, back in 2016 when he got hired at Baylor, like that same type of mantra, mentality, culture, building. Like, I think the, I don't know if the Panthers will be good like next year, but I could see them making the playoffs down the road, make some noise just because he's that type of guy that can fire up, fire up some guys. And of course, when you got Christian McCaffrey, that boy is a weapon on that side of the ball. So I think, uh, yeah, Oh yeah, my dad told me to tell you he's a Panthers fan. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. My dad, for those that don't know, my dad likes to play. Um, he he's been a Cowboy fan his entire life, but he when he gets mad at the Cowboys, he likes to jump ship. And Which is pretty the much Panthers. Every year. He, back when the Panthers and Cam Newton had that Super Cam! Bowl round, went to the Super Bowl, he was draped out in uh, Panthers gear. So. Yeah, he That's even gave me some of his cowboy stuff. I was like, man. Yeah. I mean, I was happy. Uh, <laughs> cowboy stuff. That's, but. that's who he goes to when he gets mad at Dallas. So, 
I asked him about the Mike McCarthy hire. He liked it, so I don't know. He's just he's a character for sure. But what you what you think about the coaching hires, bro? Um, you know what? I was uh Matt Rule was my guy. That was my first guy that I really wanted. Um Yeah. Uh, that, and everybody thought he was going to New York. That's crazy. Yeah, everyone thought he was going to New York. Um the thing about it is he's very well structured. He's he has a great understanding of the game, uh, and not just offense. He offense and defense, and then two, he's a he's a good quarterback. He's a quarterback whisperer. One, the most impressive thing was the the Baylor game versus I want to say the was it the first game uh, versus OU? No, no, it, uh, it, it might have been the second game versus OU. I can't remember. Might have been the first game. I can't remember. One of the OU games um, the Baylor played that. Yeah, multiple quarterbacks in, and they didn't skip a beat. Mm-hmm. He played to their yeah, strengths. The he didn't Big try 12, to Big Twelve championship game. Okay, okay, I could, I could remember. I knew you would, though. I knew you remember. Yeah. The, the thing that was most impressive to me was the quarterbacks. I think they played two or three different quarterbacks that game, and regardless of who was in, they didn't skip a beat. The offense was still pushing down, pushing down the field, and still chemistry with receivers. The play calling, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, excuse me, based on what I read about those quarterbacks, it fit their style. Um, it wasn't telling them or, sh- or making the – or calling plays it in, in, in which they would put the, his best athletes out of position, and I respected that. I liked that. And I was like, you know what? That's the kind of guy I need with a star mm-hmm. on, his, on a star in his hat. Right. On the sideline. So I was like, that's my guy, number one. Um, but, of course, it didn't play out that way. Uh, I think – there was a series of dominoes that made the made the coaching changes fail the way that they did. Uh, the Redskins signing Ron Rivera so quick forced the hand mm-hmm. of the Cowboys to sign Mark McCarthy so quick, and you know the Panthers to pick up Matt Rule so quick. And the cool thing, I'm sure these are just rumors. Maybe I'm sure they weren't just rumors, but Matt Rule, you know, as he was on his way to, you know, like, hey, I'm about to go. You know, sign my you know sign my deal with the Panthers. You want to match this deal? You know, New York and New York, of course, mm-hmm. declined, and they went and grabbed a wide receiver coach from the Patriots that no one ever heard of. Judge Judge Joe Brown, right? Judge <laughs> Joe Brown. <laughs> oh uh, man, tell me you make... gave her twenty dollars back. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a crackhead move to me. Yeah, um, <laughs> Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe man. Brown. But so. It's, I said all that to say there was a lot of great things happening, a lot of great people being hired, uh, or I'm assuming great people being hired, um, but not as many coaching vacancies as I thought they're going to be this year, and which is surprising. But you know, so that you yeah, know, only five, right? Yeah, and the, just one yeah. of them, the, the the Cleveland Browns, that one's still open, right? Yeah. Okay. So Josh McDaniels had his interview or whatever today, and they, um, from what I was reading. Uh, they are gonna decide this weekend. I think it's gonna be Josh McDaniels. I wouldn't trust that dude. It's just based on the string. With the, <laughs> yeah, it's, bro. Last it's, year. Forget that dude. It's so crazy, and you know he messed up my Broncos organization. Like the mm-hmm. first thing he did, and then left. The first thing, yeah, the first thing he did is come and trade freaking Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler was balling then. This is not Jay Cutler towards the end of his career. This is uh, him and hot. Brandon Marshall putting up stats. And the first thing he does is trade him for freaking Kyle Orton. I'm yep. like, yeah. Mr. Noodle uh, Arm, Kyle Orton. 
Man, don't even get me Sorry, started. Sorry, Kyle. But Nothing against that you. That set us back a few years. But um, yeah. yeah, I think somehow he got redeemed to, you know, get get a uh, got back in the great head coaching job. Yeah. And he hasn't got it yet, but we'll see. We'll see. Um I think it'll be a so good thing for it could be a good thing for Johnny Manziel two point Be great for him. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Not Johnny. Him I mean commercial. sorry, my Baker bad. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I know you it'll be good Baker. for <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Shade I just do there. Um no, I think it'll be good for Baker Mayfield. He needs a strong uh third season because that sophomore slump hit him with a mean three piece. Uh man. mean three piece. Man. Knocked him out. Laying but on the ground. When you think about it, like if you give Josh McDaniels, I think he could be good. If you give my computer trying to shut down. Oh. Uh give Josh McGann McDaniels. <laughs> McDaniels these weapons like that'd be fine. It's really just talking to the quarterback because you got yeah. Odell, you got Kareem Hunt, you got uh, Nick Chubb and Landry and David Njoku. Njoku. You got that yeah, defense. You got Miles yeah. Garrett. He's got the killer instinct in him. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got plenty of draft capital um, for the next two seasons. So he'll make right. he'll make some work. We'll see, man. We'll see. So, how do you feel about you know you're a Cowboys fan? How do you uh-huh. feel about the Mike McCarthy hire? Uh, I like what I am hearing now. Let me be a hundred percent clear with this: words are just words, right? But let me also say anything, and I mean anything, is better than Coach Garrett. Uh, I speak for all <laughs> Cowboys fans unofficially that if you were doing your job. And you're doing your job well. After ten years, you should have something to show for it. We have nothing to show for it. We have nothing to got, show for ten. Got years. a couple of division titles, man. <laughs> I'm about to get up and look. I'm getting paid for this podcast. <laughs> as I got up and walked out of this booth right now, now I'm not getting paid. For <laughs> but no, bro. We the worst thing about the Jason Garrett. Finally, you know, getting relieved of his job is the fact that he wasted so many careers, like not just scrubs, like he wasted like careers. You know, the Demarcus Ware had to leave and go get a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. You've seen you say what you want about Tony Romo, but Tony Romo should have had a chance to get his job back from Dak. Yeah, um, Des Bryant. I mean, that situation speaks for itself. That is the exact same situation that happened with T.O. I mean, David Irving. I, I can I can continue to go on this, but I'm not going to because I'm I'm above mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because I'm sure you guys are sick and tired of Cowboys coverage. They're not even in the playoffs. I'm sick and tired of coverage. They're not even playoffs. But I'm cool with the hire. Um, he said a lot of things, but of course, like I said, words are just words. We won't be able to see anything of what he's going to be producing until um, we see how they make moves in free agency, who they end up signing. What's do we, are we moving from a four, three to a three, four? Um, I don't know if we have the personnel defense to do that, but we'll see how it goes based on the draft. Some great picks that I'm looking forward to looking and reviewing some more film about. Uh, but I won't know. I won't be able to make a, make a, a conscious decision of what I think of Mike McCarthy until about week 
five or week six. But I will proceed. Okay. I will proceed with optimistic with caution. caution. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, I like that. With an asterisk. But I say it's a good hire. Um, right. He's cool. I, I like him. I like him. I like his story. It's got a, a coach of the year story written Redemption. all over it. Yeah. Like I can yeah. see it now. All the commercials they're going to be playing during the games about, you know, the, what motivated him to come back and how this team is just, you know, his family needed football. So shout out to him, you know, coming back and doing what he needs to do to get a job with the Joneses. It looks like they're actually for real, for real. I never thought I'd see this. I mean, we haven't seen this since like the Parcel era, but the Joneses are actually stepping back and letting him do a lot of things as far as his staff. I hope so. Let He's letting go of pretty much, I think, everybody but three people, three people. But looks like he's got, you know, a lot of – a lot of uh, control. So we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, you know, the words um, that he speaks, you know, comes out to great actions and we'll see where it goes. So that's my spiel. Sorry, everyone that hates the Cowboys. I had to get that off my chest. (laughs) And I'll I'll add one thing. I think, Mike McCarthy will do wonders for Dak Prescott, sure, assuming y'all, so. assuming assuming he's signed. Um, I hope so, cause uh, <laughs> I yeah, I think I think you'll see Dak. I mean, Dak he played well this year, you know, but I think he having Mike McCarthy there, offensive guy, you know how he dealt with Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. you know Aaron Rodgers is a serial. He's killer. elite. He's yeah. right, and so I'm not saying Dak <laughs> is on that level. Nope. Nowhere near, uh, but I think I think he'll really benefit from having Mike McCarthy as his coach. So Hope we'll so, we'll see how it shakes out. Hope so. We'll see. Okay, Dane. So we're gonna do this thing with our favorite teams called the off season wish list. Oh, so basically we're gonna be GMs of the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, and we are gonna address our team needs mm. uh, as far as free agency, uh, the draft. That kind of thing. All right. Mm, okay. How's that sound? Sounds great. Sounds great. Sounds fantastic. Okay. So my Denver Broncos. Uh we finished seven and nine. Mm. Uh Drew Drew Locke came in, our second round pick, Drew Locke from Missouri. He came in and won. He started what, week twelve, thirteen, and finished four and one. So I think we we start out with Drew Locke, and I think John Elway, John Elway already said he's our starter for 2020. So we needed to, we needed a quarterback set. Yeah, we need an old line to protect him. Yes, because he, although he is mobile, I just that do left not, tackle. I'm, that left tackles, man. I am so tired of Garrett Bowles, bro. Every time there's a holding a false start, I went to the game when they played <laughs> Chicago, and let me tell you. Every time it was a holding or false start, everybody in the crowd was yelling seventy. Like they knew it was it was Garrett Bowles. You could hear him like, they, like, yeah, they were booing. It's crazy, but we got to address the offensive line. Oh yeah. Um. So I know there's some good tackles in the draft. We should probably go after him. Uh, and then I hope with our first pick though to go alongside my boy Corlin Sutton mm. and to give Drew Locke a weapon, I hope we get Henry Ruggs from Alabama. Ooh. 
That's who. Because we got the 15th pick in the draft. Okay. I, I hope he falls down there. He, he, well, Deontay, you but, are in luck. Um, since I happen to be a self-proclaimed draft guru, I have my top 100 picks here in this Excel spreadsheet. I'll send it to you after this podcast. Ah. Uh, he currently sits in my third or fourth ranked wide receiver. And it doesn't mean much because I'm just little old me. I have no type of credentials that sets me uh, in, in some sort of position to say this is, uh, this is <laughs> you know, worthy of, you know, some sort of, you know, credit. This isn't, this isn't anything. But if it's my guess... <laughs> He's the third or fourth ranked wide receiver uh, coming out this year, uh, only behind Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, and possibly uh, LaVishka Chenault. Um, so you got a good chance there, man. Just you got to hope and you got to pray that all the other teams selecting ahead of y'all, these mediocre quarterbacks not named Joe Burrow and Tua are pushed yeah. up um, in that top 10. That's your hope. Hope for that, but I think you should be good. But if you don't land that yeah, guy, even bro, if you should be I was good. just about to say, even if we, even if we don't, if you don't land that receiver, you'd be receiver. good. Man, it's a deep wide receiver so class, bro. Receivers, so I'm, I'm not too worried about it. if we don't get rugs, we gonna get somebody decent. So, um, I think maybe in the, uh, I don't know in the draft, but I don't think we'll resign Chris Harris. No. Uh, we almost, we almost, yeah, man, we almost traded him before the draft, or excuse me, before the trade deadline, but we ended up resigning him, mm. or not resigning him. We ended up, ended up holding on to him, but his contract is up. But that's a shame. Man. I don't know. That's he he might he said he's gonna test the market, but okay. I he his production fell off just a little bit this year, man. I don't know if it's now. It was their first year in this new Vic Vangio defense, so maybe he's just trying to adjust. And okay. He's not playing. He's not really playing a lot of man-to-man like he's used to. So, But his production kind of fell out. If we bring him back, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Because okay. I was back, about to we... ask you, what was what changed between the year before that and this? What changed between the 18-19 season and this season? But then you just answered it. So I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know if you could put too much yeah. time in. Yeah. New defense and just our defense, we had what? We had a top ranked red zone D. We gave up some yards, but when we got in the red zone, our just defense toughened up. So, yeah. Right. So and that's like. Y'all really got some important. young cats on that defense. The Simmons cat? I'm telling you. Simmons. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we definitely need y'all to resign Justin gotta, Simmons. Man, say. Man. All pro. He all, man, that should be first priority, resigning Justin Simmons. Yep. Uh, we getting. We getting uh Bradley Chubb back because he tore his Achilles early in the year. And that, they were the doing him and Vaughn were man. doing work. Man. <laughs> defense defense is gonna be straight. So I would say if we don't if we don't get Chris signed, we go draft the corner or sign Okay. One thinking second or third round, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too Well, upset I got a few that. I got a few names for you for your second and third round that you can Who go we got? check Who out. We got? Or whoever's listening, if you want to check out some film on some guys that they might be available in the second or third round. So you got uh got corner from Stanford, Paulson, uh Adebo, I think it's Adebo or Debo. Uh you got AJ Terrell, which you'll be able to watch during the Clemson game. Monday night, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got CJ Henderson from Florida. Um, you also got Bryce Hall from Virginia. Now Bryce Hall is a, he's a bigger corner. He's more of a, he's more of a zone guy. He looks like a safety though. 
plays like a safety. He's out of all the guys I just named, he's probably the, one of the more fearless tackles in the bunch. But and then you're not going to. We had a conversation a long time ago about Utah. Utah's defense. There's going to be a lot of guys from Utah that go and you know in the third round, the fourth round, the people like. You know, in a few years, we're like, oh. oh you talking about when they posted that picture, talking about they're the best defense, talking to LSU? Yeah, yeah, and they got yeah. destroyed and by They got uh, smacked. They got smacked. Well, one of, the, <laughs> one of the best things about their defense was one of their – the best – one of the best – one of the best press corners in the draft, and it's Jalen Johnson. Um, So check him out, too. He's a second or third round sleeper. And then, of course, in our own backyard, uh, Jeff Gladney here at TCU. So – you oh, got man. plenty of Jeff options. Mm-hmm. You got plenty of options in the second or third round for to replace Chris Harris. No, you you can't replace Chris Harris. You can't you can't right. replace him because that's a that's a cornerstone piece of your franchise, dude. It didn't give up a touchdown for what, three, two or three seasons. So I mean, yeah, you got you got a you got a plenty of options, my guy. Plenty of options. Yeah. Plenty of options. We got yeah. So if we pick one of those corners, we got and let go of Chris Harris. We got Bryce Callahan who didn't play all this year. Man. So hopefully he's a hundred percent. We had a Devonte Bosby ball out. He came from the uh, AAF. Okay, so that's that old league. Right, yeah. and we signed him, and he bought out, but he had like a he had he. His season ended on this crazy, scary like play where he, like not paralyzed, but he was just down knocked out for a while. He didn't, yeah, he got knocked out. I can't, I don't remember what the injury was though, but they shut him down for the rest of the year. But he was balling out before then. So, yeah, first thing I would say, we need to re-sign Justin Simmons. Okay. Find out what we want to do about Chris Harris. Okay, if we lose Chris Harris, replace him with someone either draft pick or free agent. Okay, uh, draft. Rugs or any type of speedy type receiver that can mm-hmm. complement Sutton on the other side. Uh, and then I think that's oh, and then our offensive line, offensive tackle. Yeah, uh, plenty. You got plenty of those. We good. Yeah, we good on the inside with Dalton Reisner, but uh, I would say I hope we draft the tackle because I cannot stand another year of mediocrity. Eric Bowles. Yeah, man. But uh, I, I I think that's that would sew up our offseason. I'd be happy and satisfied if that happened. <laughs> well, I would sincerely hope so, my friend. Um, yeah, yeah. good breakdown, my guy. Good breakdown. Thank you. Um, mm, hard to follow that up. Well, you guys are in prime position to satisfy one of your needs uh for this upcoming offseason, regardless of which I decide to do a cliff. Cliff, why do you want to say Cliff Harris? Chris Harris Jr. Um, for the for the Daps Cowboys, um, how I plan, how if I was the GM somehow, uh, what I'm doing, uh, first off, your boy Dak Prescott's getting franchise tag. Um, and in the okay. sense where it where the new CBA isn't available yet, um, we do have what's called a transition tag, which basically means you can. You, you get the opportunity to franchise tag two players on your roster. Um, so with that being said, I am going to franchise tag Amari Cooper. I'm going to franchise tag Amari Cooper and transition tag uh, Dak Prescott. And third, uh, my order of business is going to go to what, the defense. What's, 
I got a question. What's the difference? Uh, yes, between... you're the back. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what is the difference between a franchise tag and a transition tag? Okay, so the point is where basically the franchise tag, of course, the team uh, team that declines to match the offer. Well. The, the the best way that I can explain it, it's a less expensive version of the franchise tag, but it allows the player to garner contract offers from other teams. And if the team, um, it, it gives the, it offers the team the right to refusal uh, when it comes to like unrestricted free agents, unrestricted free agents. Um. So what is the Dallas Cowboys offseason going to look like? Uh, so figure we're going to retain at least for the bare minimum of the year, unless we get deals locked up for Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper definitely had a down year. He too many, way too many drop passes. And of course he disappeared during away games. And then of course Dak, people can say what they want about him, you know, having the, all these passing yards, but you could, if you think about it, a, a lot of we played the majority of our season from behind. When you're playing from behind, you're of course you're going to pass the ball more. So that of course that leads to your offense, your offensive gains um, predominantly coming from the air. So don't let those you know don't let the you know close to five thousand yard season fool you from Dak Prescott. He's a great quarterback. He made some great leaps from last year to this year, but he's getting a, he's getting a one year, he's getting the one year tag for me. So he can prove it until we get that contract taken care of um, defense, Byron Jones. He's quote unquote, italicized. And with an asterisk mark, he's a lockdown corner, but he does not get interceptions because he has no ball skills. So I'd probably lock him up to a, a team friendly uh, three or four year deal, much less, uh, than what Brandon, not Brandon Peters, uh, <laughs> much less than what Marcus Peters got. Um, because of course, Marcus Peters, he has several, uh, not only several intercessions, but several touchdowns to his name, which Byron Jones does not. They are not the same. Byron is very physical. He, you know, he, not very often, he doesn't follow the first or the number one receiver, but he can erase the tight end. And occasionally the number one receiver when they do let him follow. But I don't he does not get interception. He does not have good ball skills. So with that being said, <clears throat> in the draft, first pick's probably gonna be interior defensive lineman or safety, uh, whichever best player they have available on board. Um if they decide to mm-hmm. stay where they're at at pick seventeen. My personal preference. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> My personal preference is uh Javon Kinlaw. Model. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Javon <laughs> Kinlaw. You can play your one tech, your three tech. Um he's a six foot six beast uh from South Carolina. Love his game. Um he's he's a he's a space eater, but he's also a pass wrestling specialist. So that's what we need. But Players like that don't they don't stay on the board that long. So he I fully anticipate mm-hmm. him being gone maybe in that ten to fifteen range. And we, of course we pick at seventeen. So if he is not there, I have no problem pulling the trigger on 
two of my favorite safeties this year, the Grant Delpit, um, your Thorpe Award winner, or even Xavier McKinney. Um, they both. I feel like Dallas. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I always oh, no, feel good? like Dallas always struggles at the safety position. Like they need a safety. Xavier they was, never. They don't prioritize it. Yeah, and he was supposed to. He was. I remember the conversation we had earlier. He was supposed yeah. to be that guy this year. And yeah. he didn't. He dropped the ball literally. Like he played exactly like what they where they got him. And he played like a six rounder this year. Man, um, I think that was like that. Like some of the great, like last few years, Cowboys have had decent, like really good defensive line and linebacker play. Mm-hmm. But that backside, man, Ain't y'all had no, like a cold no type of turnover, ball hawk type safety. That'd be that would bring Dallas yep. defense to the elite status. I'm not even you need somebody to erase the mistakes on the back end. Yeah, yeah. And that somebody is one of these safeties, either Grant Delpit or Xavier McKinney. Yeah. Man, the thing I like about both of them is their versatile. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yep. Keep them close to the line of scrimmage. You know, in every once in a while, let them, you know, roam in the middle of the field. But for the most part, both of those guys, I'd be okay with either one of those guys. Um, but this needs to be a defensive heavy draft. Uh, maybe they can prioritize maybe the fourth or fifth or sixth rounds towards something on offense. But best player available on defense needs to be the priority, whether that's a defensive lineman, safety, or cornerback. Um, but I'll keep it at that. And that's how I would fix the Cowboys in the offseason. Um, yeah. And I'd make sure Zeke doesn't, like, you know, go off to Mexico again and have a <laughs> diet of cheeseburgers and stuff. Dang. I wish he went to Mexico. Zeke, if he come back this year looking like Eddie Lacy was when during the later years <laughs> with the Packers, I'm going to be pissed. I forgot. Not my, I know it's not my place as a person to get mad at a player and their fitness, but God dang it, Zeke, you could be so much better than what you were last year. And a lot of it's not your fault, but you, I mean, Hey, you got, you got the $90 million, bruh. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's how I would funny. fix the team, man. That's, that's how I'd fix the team. Okay. That's dope. So we gave our little breakdowns of what we do with our favorite teams. Uh, if we were GMs for a day or for off season. <laughs> um, but after the, you know, we got the Super Bowl Dane on February 8th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, or excuse me, February 1st. Um, but on February 8th, the XFL returns. The XFL. The XFL. Um, but they, it seems like they're going out of their way to make it, uh, exciting edgy. for fans and <laughs> huh what'd you say i said edgy <laughs> edgy yeah and uh so it's eight teams right now in the league you got the dallas renegades the houston roughnecks the la wildcats uh the new york guardians st louis Battlehawks, seattle dragons tampa bay vipers and dc defenders um and they got a couple of guys that used to play in the NFL, some up and comers uh, from college mm-hmm. back in the day. But they just came out with this week uh, how the rules will be different from what we know. And it's supposed to be kind of geared towards the fans and making it faster and stuff like that. Um, I actually watched the whole video explaining the rules. And so I'm going to kind of just go through them summarize summarize it i like the um, shorter uh the shorter clock though i love that the, the game clock yeah the game clock 
it doesn't stop, right? How does it work? I think it instead of what the NFL is what like they got it like thirty or forty something like that. This is going to be twenty. I think there's going to be twenty seconds after the right after oh, the, play. the play clock. Oh. The play clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, play yeah, clock yeah, is yeah. going to be so they're going to keep it basically fast. But you're going to see a bunch of high scoring games. I think that's what they're anticipating. Maybe, hopefully. And then right. the best thing about it, the point after uh, the point afters, you get yeah. three separate options. So it's like it's yeah, like go, when we go play, into that, bud. Yeah. So after you score a touchdown, you know, in NFL, college, high school, you kick an extra point or you go for two. Not in the XFL. It's gonna be like nope. if you ever play like flag, flag football. football. Yeah. So the if you want to try for one point, you have to score from the two yard line. One try from the mm-hmm. two yard line. If you want to go for two, you try from the five. Uh, if you want to go for three, yes, three points. Uh, you can try from the ten. One play from the ten yard line. So that's gonna be exciting. You can finally get nine point plays, which is crazy, or nine point scoring drives. Um. The kickoff is going to be different. Uh, yep. They're going to have the the kickoff team and the receiving team, their front lines line up five yards. Is it five or ten? Uh, I got it right here in front of me. Uh, okay. The covers team. Okay, yeah. So the covers team lines up on the return side, 35-yard line, and the return team lines up on the 30. So they're only going to be five yards apart. So when the ball – the ball's kicked off. Nobody can move until uh, the other player catches it. Okay? So they are trying to prevent, like, these big crazy collisions and uh, walls and stuff like that. Um, Let them try. Uh, the punt rules. Um, they're trying to discourage punting, <laughs> which that were really geared towards the fan. Uh you can't so the punting team cannot release past the line of scrimmage until the ball's kick. So that means the punt team can't move to the ball's kick. Gunners must line up at the line of scrimmage. Uh if the ball goes out of bounds inside the thirty five yard line, so you know how in the NFL and college you like to pin them at the one, the five. So if it goes out inside the thirty five yard line, it's a it's considered a touchback and it goes to the thirty five. So there's no coffin corner type stuff. Like you, they're tr- really trying to discourage people or teams from going, going or from punting. And then right, you got right, the double, the double forward pass, Dane. Yeah, as long as it's what so, they say behind the line, or is it behind the line of scrimmage or only the? the f- so in the uh, NFL, if you want to do a double pass, the first pass has to be behind the line of scrimmage. If like if you want to do a double pass, the first one has to be a pass backwards to another receiver, or another player. In the XFL, uh, that doesn't matter. If I'm lined up, if I got a receiver lined up and I want to run a double pass, I can throw it to the receiver, and he can throw it to someone as long as the guy I throw it to the first time is behind the line of scrimmage. It could be okay. a forward pass to him, but he has to be behind the line of scrimmage. So that's a different rule change. And then uh, another big change is the overtime rules where it kind of goes like how soccer shootouts are. Each team gets a one one play possession from the five-yard line, and they just alternate. Each team alternates scores until somebody – 
until whoever whoever has the most points after five rounds of overtime. Just I know I said a lot, but it's just cool to kind of <laughs> No, just you get a chance anybody who's yeah. listening, just go watch it. Watch yeah. it. They have plenty of YouTube videos of yeah, how everything's gonna go. I know it's me impressive. talking about it. You're like, what? But yeah, go watch the the YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um and it's uh, impressive. Also, that reminds me, Dane, Eric invited me to go to an XFL game, so you should come with us. Nice. We haven't we haven't decided on a date yet, but we're trying to catch okay. actually I think we did that first game. I think it's on the eighth. I think hmm. uh, Dallas plays uh, St. Louis, so we okay. we haven't bought tickets or anything. But just let me okay, know. just let me know. <laughs> just make sure you give me the deets. Yeah, that's an abbreviation. It's an abbreviation for details. Details, you know? but no, it should be fun. I hope. I hope. I really hope it lasts longer than it did last time, which was one season. <laughs> uh, but it looks like you know they got some good people behind it and got some uh some uh big names behind it too so we'll see how it goes Running out of space, running out of time. Think I need a moment when I'm making my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running out of space, running out of time. Think I need a moment when I shine, shine, shine. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he said this be kind of nice. Running out of space, running out of time. Think I need a moment when I'm making my mind. Dane, have you and Nisi watched anything recently that's good on either Netflix or something new? Yeah, uh, we watched. Well, I watched. Well, we start. We both started The Witcher. Um, she didn't make it past the first episode. Um, okay. And that's with uh, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I watched it. I watched it in like three days. I plan on watching it again this weekend because you kind of have to. Uh, and that's on really Netflix, good. right? Yeah, that is on the Netflix, the flicks of okay. the net. Um, we also what did we watch? Uh, we watched you on Netflix, which is pretty crazy. You, bro, yeah, man, crazy. we just finished it a few days ago. It's first season or second uh, season? Both, both. Okay, we yeah, finished, me too. Finished the second season. It was pretty insane. This dude, uh, and you know what? There. Joe is funny. And we won't spoil it for those who haven't watched it yeah. yet. But Joe, when he puts the hat on, I tell Karina every time, I say, "Okay, there go Baker Mayfield. He looked just like <laughs> Baker Mayfield when he put that when he put that hat on." <laughs> I said, "Look at," I said, "Look at Baker going to work." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, but yeah, you you is a show that you haven't uh, if you haven't listened or watched it, you should go check it out. It's on Netflix. Um and then there's this other show, Dane. I don't know if you would like it, but I like it. It's it's crazy, but it's addicting. Um, 
It's called The Circle. Um, it's on Netflix. And so basically what it is, and I'll try to I'll try to summarize it the best I can. Um it's like a it's like a social media um competition. Okay. Like eight people are put in like this apartment slash condo, right? They can't hear they can't hear or see the other players. And then they create their own social media profile on this screen in the room. Okay. It could be it could be their own or it could be made up. And then they use this voice text chat thing called the circle to communicate with the other seven players. Right? Okay. And the goal the goal is to be the most liked person out of the group. But you can get voted out and replaced if no one likes you. Hmm. And then at the very end, the winner gets a hundred hundred thousand dollars. It's so weird, but it's funny. But it it it's it's good, and I won't tell the whole premise of the show. But it it's good because it kind of talk. It, it doesn't talk about it, but it uh makes you think about uh social media and not only that but people who uh don't value themselves how they how they look or how they appear um Mm. like it's more like a don't judge a book by its cover kind of thing you'll start thinking about that a lot if you watch the show but it's like a reality tv social media type show but Mm. um the first eight episodes are on netflix now and then the the final four episodes will come out on wednesday so that's just another show we watched that I got hooked on uh-huh. and I got Karina hooked on. Um might check that out. Yeah. Might and then I wanna go I wanna go see Knives Out. I heard that yeah, was I heard good. it was really good. Yeah. I heard it so was real good. I wanna check that out too. So um but uh yeah man. Oh yeah. Also we watched the uh the Kevin Hart documentary. Oh, I did um, not watch that, so it was good. Go ahead and watch that. Uh, I I seen the there was the uh, a clip from the show that leaked on Twitter and I watched I, it. I did. Just I sent to the group chat. So that yeah. clip that I watched on, with him on the airplane with uh, his personal trainer and the way he spoke yeah. with him that really kind of just made me look at him in a different light. Uh, just because it, it just kind of showed me his the bad side of Kevin, you know. Yeah, I guess the authentic side of Kevin, mm-hmm. um, but just the way that you can. I don't know. The I, I appreciated him with the honesty that he gave during the documentary, but at the same time, it's just like at one point in time, you, you know, you're doing all this preaching and stuff at us, at everybody, but when are you going to take your own advice, you know, s- s- get off the road, chill with your kids and stuff like right. that. Like, it, you'll watch it and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but he's, uh, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty transparent, but he's got a lot of, he's as, a, as an older guy, Kevin's still got a lot of growing up to do. I'll say that. Right. I'll I think Karina so. watched the first few episodes and she was kind of saying, yeah, check that out, man. It's, it's pretty good. Um, very reflective. Um, but yes. Yeah, um, I think is there anything else we watched? I don't think that was it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this was a great, great first episode of the new year. Um, yeah, we got some exciting, cool stuff that's coming up. Uh, don't want to get into it right now, but it's gonna be great. Um, oh, we want 
man, it's it's gonna be great. Magnificent. Uh, <laughs> we like always. We appreciate everybody that you know tuned in and listened. And you know what, Dane? What made me really happy? We got people that hit us up and like, man, when's the next episode coming out? So yeah. that makes that makes us feel really good that people you know take the time out to listen to to friends just shoot the breeze and yeah talk about stuff so and it, it it continues to inspire us to continue to i mean we're not you know we're not gonna say we're amazing at this but it does let us know like there we can we can be better we can yeah. it would only mean us giving y'all a thanks if we were to you know sharpen up the craft that we have here what we're this project that we have here um so it does mean a lot when you know even the feedback that we get is very helpful mm-hmm. even if it's stuff that we need to do better at yeah please tell us tell you know, us send us in a you know a text dm or even public it, it doesn't matter to me because any mm-hmm. feedback is good feedback even if it's bad feedback that's what we that's our company line at work so you know i guess right. it works here too but yeah man it's been a honor doing this with you bud and man. uh for sure, look bro. forward to our uh, our next podcast our next soon. pod our next <laughs> very pod. soon very soon <laughs> Yes, and you can follow so me. The... Oh, oh, my bad. Go ahead. I was no, stepping all over your toes. I was like, oh, so what can they find you at this? <laughs> oh, you about to say that? My, my bad. Let me let me get back to my my co-host seat. Nah, you good. You got the floor, brother. You good. <laughs> Go Obviously. ahead, brother. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the uh, <laughs> Epps Right Steps, <laughs> and then Dane, where you at, bro? Me and Commissioner Gordon. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter of uh, the bird, the blue bird, and tweet, tweet. Dane B T X. Uh, that's D A N E. <laughs> the letter B is in boy, T X as in Texas. That's an abbreviation uh, for Texas. Uh, abbreviation is short for abbreviation. Uh, yeah. Um, and then yeah. our so, podcast Twitter is the duo at the duo SNS. Boom. So Simple. next thing we're trying to work on and my uh, digital manager of the podcast is Karina and she's not on her job. Hey. So she's supposed to help us with a website. I could yeah. do it. Tell but she, to cut she, us a check I know too, she she really good at doing website <laughs> type stuff. She's just been kind of busy. So I'll give her this little slide this time. But other okay. than that, man, uh, great first podcast of the new year and uh we will catch you guys on the next one all right y'all peace y'all have a good one and make sure remember forever the next day all right later all right man peace